Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for September 21st, 2018. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And once again, it is. Oh, yeah, it is good to be back. And once again, it is a Dos Compadres episode. No gray today, unfortunately. But, hey, how have you been, Luna? I missed you last week, so it's good to have you back. I missed you guys, too. Even Well, I missed you since Grace had on here. It's, it's been a busy, busy week. I was, I guess you could say on vacation. It was more of like a family visit. I visited my grandparents in Phoenix, who I hadn't seen in like six years. So it was a good visit. Um... And, of course, when I come back, I just come back to a full, packed week. So, just a lot of things going on this week. But I'm really glad to be back on here. Yeah. So, how have you been doing, Ken? I've been okay. Um, I just I just started my new job this past week. And it is uh, quite a doozy. It's a, a little bit more intense than my last job because it's a lot more data entry. Which is good, but I see a lot of growth with this department in the company compared to my last department. So. That's always a good thing. But yeah, what have you been listening to, Luna? Um, not as much as I've wanted to. So I've been listening to Kodokumi's DNA album, which is amazing. I love it. It is so good. I've also been listening to Chanmina again. I, I can't get her chocolate album out of my head. It is such a great album. Um, I've also been listening to Aisha's newest mini album, Lovesick, which is also really, really good. I was all, I was listening to some I this week who I haven't listened to her Micaholic album in years. So I popped that in and I'm just like, I forgot how much I love her. <laughs> <laughs> And I love her voice and that she just does such a good combination of R&B and rap. And I got back into her. Been listening to some Benny K. Of course, I've been listening to some Namie. And we'll talk about that later because I have everything going on. It's sad, but, you know. Um, just like a hodgepodge of stuff this week. I feel like there's something else really big I was listening to. Oh, Kana's new single, Bedtime Story, which we'll talk about later. Oh, yeah. And um, I also went back in the K-pop street a little bit. Some girls' generation, but they're Japanese stuff mixed with some of their Korean. So I think that's pretty much it. It's just really been a... Oh, I was listening to Michi. Forgot about that. When I when I came back, had a little too much to drink, and I was playing uh, Michi's... Um, first mini album Michi Madness those of you who don't know who Michi is she is a half Japanese half British singer who does a mixture of I guess you could say electronic music with pop and I am a huge fan of her unfortunately I she hasn't done anything in the last maybe three to four years she moved to New York so those of you who live in New York you might actually see her she does a lot of stuff with fashion over there and art but I love her music, and I, I started listening to some of her songs the other day, and I'm just like, oh, man, I want her to come back so bad. <laughs> so. Um, but that that's about it for me. What about you, Ken? Uh, 
I've been actually been doing a whole indie corner kick lately. I've been listening to Sweet Sweet Seat because they had a new single come out on Apple Music. So I kind of took a ride on that. Um, I did listen to Ellie again, who's uh, a lot of our indie corners from the last couple weeks ago. Um, Sony plus Jerjacki. Uh, mostly because they had a live recently and I went to go listen to a couple of the live recordings that they had. So, a lot of indie corner stuff. I was re-listening to Stella again, but that was just because I really like Cinderella. Uh, but besides that, I did listen to, or I went to go watch the Rosalia Bang Dream 5th Live live viewing that they had in... Uh, in the theaters so it was really nice a little bit more people came this time around it was about 16 or so compared to the 13 for oh. pop and party so it's pretty good pretty good uh i i really do like rosalia the best and that was the first time i actually got to see uh yuki dean play bass because uh that was the member that uh left and graduated because of her uh health problems <laughs> Besides that, nothing much else. Actually, I'm just uh, I'm actually really excited that football season's back, but that's just neither here or there. <laughs> I actually kind of figured that. Just, I know a lot of people at my job are doing fantasy football, so I, I've been hearing a lot about football lately, but I'm not a football person. Sorry. You already know that we don't have a team anymore, so. <laughs> yeah. But well. we don't deserve to have one anyway. <laughs> Well, well, that's neither here or there when we, <laughs> yeah. my, 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 so. my team used to be in St. Louis and that would be the only reason why I would want to go to St. Louis. But now since they're back home in LA, we got the Cardinals, we got the Cardinals, we got the Cardinals at least. Yeah. Right now they're like a game and a half away from the playoffs or for the wild card for baseball. I know. So I'm like. Which is really good, and I'm really excited about that. I, I'm actually a pretty big Cardinals fan, and I, I don't watch it on TV, but I love going to the actual games. Or actually, I take that back. Occasionally, I watch it on TV when I'm at the bar. <laughs> or when I'm, you know, like, out, out. Yeah, I shouldn't say at the bar, but usually when there's a game on, I'm probably drinking <laughs> and watching it because, it, hey, that's a good way to watch a game. What's, what's, what's funny is... Um... During this past week of football, uh, football things, a lot of the uh, tight ends and the wide receivers and the running backs, they're, they're a little bit younger than us now just because of the nature of sports and athletes and wear and tear. But that means they also grown up with like anime and stuff. So when mm -hmm. one of the Steelers did a touchdown, he did a Rasengan celebration <laughs> where... He had someone hold the football behind him, and he did the Naruto Rasengan move, and he jammed it into someone's. <laughs> and then uh, the Rams, oh, their awesome. running back, when he popped out for his victory lap, he did the Naruto run. That is awesome. So, I was like laughing about that. If, um, if you guys do care, um, a part of... Um, Potosaurus. I'm part of Kuryu Hunter, our our lovely little uh, living mailbox. I'm part of his Discord channel, and he has a thing called Sports Ball, and he made it as a joke 
but I actually use it to talk about sports <laughs> to to his discretion. <laughs> he goes, I'm so mad that you guys actually talk about sports in this. <laughs> so, but that's neither here nor there. Let's uh, continue on with some mm -hmm. news here. First and foremost, it was an article that I just did, like, I want to say, like, two hours before recording here. Uh, Dream Ami dropped a brand new music video for her latest single called, um, I think it's called Dreamland. Yes. yes or is it Dreamland or Wonderland? Hold on. What Wonderland. There we go. <laughs> Wonderland. It's Wonderland. I am so excited about this because I love her. She is so adorable, and I loved her in Dream. Love her now. I've bought everything since since her debut, so I'm excited about this. This is going on pre-order on CD Japan right away. So I I have a question. She she's still uh -huh. technically with Avex and Rhythm Zone, right? She just left Dream, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, she's with Rhythm Zone. Um, yeah. I would say she graduated from Dream. I don't think there are any members left. Mm, okay. So most of them graduated, and there were... That, I, that and those of you who don't know who Dream is, they've been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and they switch up members every so often. I think she graduated what, 2017? But hold on, because... I'm checking on this because it's one of those things that they've had so many members come and go that she graduated 2017. J yep, June. And I really don't think there's anyone left. Well, they all got integrated because, with uh, E-Girls anyway. Yeah, they did because uh, uh, Eddie A left and Aya left and Shizuka left. They all, you know, and if there is, there would be... Yeah, there really isn't. If there is, there's one member left, and I don't remember who that is. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, no, I was wondering why she still is using the name Dream Ami, even though she technically left Dream. But I, be, I guess that's because she's still technically in um, Exile's label, which is Rhythm Zone and stuff like that. Yeah, so. and I love Rhythm Zone. Rhythm Zone puts out some, you know, for a sub-label, they're solid. They're a solid sub-label. Well, but it's it's, it's, yeah, this, I, it's the one that pretty much Exile owns. That's why, yeah. So yeah, Kodokumi's under Rhythm Zone as well. Mm. So, but yeah, I I really like Dream Imi. I I've liked her since you know she joined Dream. I think she's really cute. Although my favorite member was Yamamoto Sayaka, and I also like Tachibana Kana. But that's going way back. <laughs> no, can't, so. you can't touch on my happiness, baby. Or Hasebe you. Yeah. Yep. I, love, I, I do like happiness. I love I love Karen. Karen Karen was my baby. Uh I know, I follow her on Instagram. She's a <laughs> very beautiful lady. With very nice. Oh yeah. Legs. She's she's adorable. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's uh she, Dream Mommy is making a new single, which is gonna come out on October twenty fourth. And you can check out the music video on our website. If you guys are interested, it does keep with the Alice in Wonderland theme with I mean, being surrounded by giant candy and random small things, but mm -hmm. more giant. <laughs> like, I think she's, like, trying, rolling around in, like, a giant t-shirt or something like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's pretty funny, but I'm, 
I'm looking forward to it. It's actually, I think it's much better than the her last single, in my opinion. Oh, I liked it better than her last one. Although I did like um, Amaharu. I did like Amaharu, mm. but I like this one a little bit better. Yeah. Actually, I like this one a lot better. But all her stuff she's released so far, I've really enjoyed. And her releases are always really, really cool. They always come with something special, which means I need to pre-order soon so I get that special bonus. But yeah, continuing on. So this past weekend was a uh, was a uh, very, very sad, 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 uh, sad thing in the music industry. Nami finally uh, she's retired right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she had. Her... I know. I'm. She had her final, final fan event final this, past, uh, this, past, uh, this past weekend. And, uh, yeah, I mean, why don't you talk about a little bit about Namie? Because I'm pretty sure we'll do uh, an artist spotlight on her f- within the year. But let's just call this a mini one. What do you think yeah, about this? Yeah, because there is... There, Namie has a huge discography. She has been in the music industry since 1994. Uh, for those of you who don't know, she was originally part of a group called the Super Monkeys, which it actually formed from... She ended up leaving. She was the vocalist along with the girls from Max. Max is, I guess, would you call them a Eurobeat girl group? or I don't know how to describe who Max is, but they were in a Super Monkeys with her. Nami was really, you know, after that, she pretty much went with Avix, and she took off very, very well. Um, I I really love all her music. I love her music with the Super Monkeys, which a lot of people don't know. Like, Mr. USA was one of those songs she did with the Super Monkeys, and that's actually one of my favorite songs because it's so much fun. Um, but her first album, Sweet 19 Blues, that sold, that, like, flew off. That was her first one, which came out in 96, and it's actually a solid album. I, I have all her, all her stuff. Um, she started releasing singles, though, in 95, right after the Super Monkeys. Um, I'm trying to think of other mini stuff to say. I mean, she's had tons of albums, um... And personal information, a lot of people probably don't know this. She's from Okinawa. Her mother is actually half Italian, and her father's Japanese. So she actually has a little bit Italian in her, and you can see it a little bit. Especially in her early days, when you see her with the Super Monkeys, you can definitely see that in her. Um, You can tell she did have a lot of influence from a lot of American songs and singers, Especially with how her style changes, and also her outfits, and if you see how she went from pop, she also had her hip-hop her hip pop stage, which you can see that where she combines like pop and hip-hop, and I actually really <laughs> loved that stage, just because it just seemed like, I don't know, it worked really well, and I mean, she has a good amount of studio albums, and... I feel like even though she has as many as she does, I feel like Ayumi has more and Nami has been around longer, which is kind of, you know, looking at it from, you know, my perspective. But I'm trying to think of what else to say. I mean, it's just a really sad moment because she's been in the music industry for so long. I've 
I have loved her music since I first heard her, and that was, I was in high school. I was a sophomore in high school, so this was probably the 04. And her first song I ever heard was so crazy. I love that song. And that was on her style album, which came out in 03. So I didn't, and after that, I was hooked. I, I bought her a Queen of Hip Hop album. I got her Play album. I got every album after that. And I finally acquired all her early albums. And hearing her style change is amazing. Because when I first heard her, I didn't like her older style. And as I grew, I love it all. And not only her look, she's been a great fashion icon for so many singers. She has inspired so many people. And you can see how artists now look up to her and she seems like such a sweet, genuine person. And she's been through so much personal wise. She's had, you know, some difficult things in her life and she deserves her retirement. I mean, she deserves every bit of it. And I'm sad to see her go. I really am. I, when I saw her, you know, that she did her final performance in Okinawa and I'm just like sitting there and now I'm trying not to cry because her music has, has, has inspired me. Um, there's a lot of songs of hers that have, you know, helped me get through things. Um, her song, Baby Don't Cry, I remember watching that when it aired. And that was a song that's always been special to me and such a beautiful video. And now I'm just kind of reminiscing about, you know, Namie and all the good times I've had with her music and all the good times I still will. I mean, she's been an artist who's been a part of everyone's life and you can see it by her, not, I mean, by her sales and by how all the fans are reacting. There's so many fans who reacted to her retirement and so many well wishes and so much love coming from all her fans wanting her, wishing her well. Um, and I feel the same way, you know, she deserves time to spend with her family and for those of you who don't know, she actually has a son. He's probably, I'm trying to think, he has to be a little bit younger than me. So wait. he's a grown-up now. So Wait, 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 he's that You didn't much... know she's a son? No, 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 no. I didn't, I thought like eight, nine, not my age. <laughs> no, I think he's in his 20s. Yeah. I don't, maybe I'm exaggerating. I think he's in his 20s, but I can't remember... But he's not eight or nine, no. He's older than that, um, because she was divorced, and I'm trying to think, because she was married, and she had a son, and then she got divorced. I, da, 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 da. I think her son was born in 97 or 98, so her son's around 20. Okay, okay. If I'm correct. Yeah, 20 or 21, around there. Yeah, so he's around there, so she probably wants to spend time with him, just thinking of all the years in the music industry, you know, and you're always on the road and all that stuff, so I'm sure that's one thing. Since he's technically almost an adult now, or is an adult, she probably wants to spend time with him, and I don't blame her at all, so I, I'm really glad she, you know, she'll have more time to do that now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How long, so, how long do you think um, before they, people start making a a, a cover album, so to speak. Oh, I can see that happening. Like, a full Nami cover album, maybe in the next year or two, just because 
she is such a she has been such an inspiration and she look at how much her blu-ray sales have sold oh yeah it is crazy and there are a lot of artists who people have done cover albums for like yui has they did a cover album for her after not i i think she was retired at the time i swear it wasn't even a year after she retired her cover album so i could easily see that with nami nami it's avix i wouldn't be surprised plus there's so many artists who would love to do that and i could see them did more than one cover album because of her extensive discography and the amount of songs she has that have been hits, I mean, there have been a lot. You looked at her finally CD and three discs, and a lot of those were giant hits. And everyone knows, can you celebrate? It's a huge wedding song. Um, you know, Love Story, when I was in Japan, that was huge. And I love that. I absolutely love that song. And it's still really a really popular song. My, my, friend, is, you look at, my friend is currently in Japan trying to find a job but every convenience store plays hero all the time now yep that's the that's the big one yeah and there are so many songs they could easily cover i just hope they pick the right people but it'll be interesting to see that and i'm wondering how how long before they do some reissues for her albums too because a lot of her albums that are older are long out of print her sweet check albums which a lot of people might not know this that she branched off into the hip-hop rap industry and did a little thing called Sweet Chick. And I personally love her, her Sweet Chick side. It is amazing. And I have her her first one for that, When Pop Hits the Fan, and it's amazing. What I'm missing is When Pop Hits the Lab because it's very, very out of print. It's the remix album of that. And I cannot get a copy for under 40 or 50 bucks. So I can see them doing re-releases too. Um, not another best album, but I could see them re-releasing her first album, Sweet 19 Blues. It's a classic. It's a great album, you know. And I could also see them doing a complete video collection because she needs one. A fix if you're listening. I want it on Blu-ray. <laughs> and I want it better quality than the Ayumi Hamasaki one you released in 2011 because that doesn't look very good. Um... I, I would love to see a complete Blu-ray collection of all her videos in one set. I would buy that in a heartbeat. The only thing I'm wondering is her fan club's not open anymore. It officially closed when she retired, so they couldn't sell a fan club edition anymore. But they could still sell something like that if she signed off on it. And I would love to see that come out. Um, I, you know, I can see them pushing a lot more Nami goods, or at least some, you know, cover albums, maybe some remix albums, maybe another compilation album, because the compilation album Checkmate didn't have all the, all her compilations on her, I felt like. So, or a B-side album as well. I mean, if you don't have all her singles, you're not going to get all her B-sides. And there's some really, really good B-sides. So I could see them still doing more. Um, I would like to see her come back for the Olympics. I wouldn't say step out of retirement, but I would like to see her actually be there and sing. That would be really, really cool. But I wouldn't blame her if she wouldn't want to do that and would like to be left alone. And, you know, she might want to travel. She might want to just, you know, stay in Okinawa with her family. So um, I really do hope we do a do a spotlight on her. She has been a big part of my life. She does have a 
solid discography to get through. I will say that. Um, but I think it's worth it because you can see different sides of her as you go through from her first album from 96 to her last studio album in 2015. I mean, you see a huge difference in her vocals, her style, her fashion. And it's amazing. Same with watching her concerts. You can see such a great change. She's an amazing dancer. She always looks adorable or sexy or, you know, she's, it's just, there's so much I could say about her. So, and I feel there's a lot of artists who really respect her and have learned from her. Yeah, there has been. There's been a, I'm actually looking forward to what's gonna happen after this. Mostly mm-hmm. because I want to see if there's going to be a B-side album. I want to see if there's going to be a bunch of tribute and cover albums also. Mm-hmm. That'll be the most interesting next step, so to speak. I'm I'm very curious about that, too. Because there's... Even though she is retired, there's still so much the record labels could do. Easily. And a lot of things that they didn't release that I wish if they would or they would have, uh, I still don't have a copy of, I don't have the music video, the speed star. It wasn't included in her. Um, it was only included in the single that came with the DVD, which is really hard to come by. Cause I've tried to find it. And the video release, it was her, uh, one of her filmography. It was, uh, I forgot which filmography DVD it was. It was filmography 201 to 205 and included, um, the other side to it, because Speedstar and, um, why can't I think today? Speedstar was with, it wasn't, it was with Girl Talk, and it was like a double A-side single, and Girl Talk was included in the filmography. Speedstar wasn't. Still makes me upset. I want Speedstar on Blu-ray. It's one of my favorite songs that is not on her album, any of her albums. It's only on that single. And I want that single just for that song. But if they released a B-side album, that would be amazing. Because she has a lot of really, really good B-sides that never made it to an album. So, just saying, you know, I would love to see that. But I am curious what's going to have afterward with tribute albums. And, I mean, there's some artists who are still around who people have done covers and tributes for, so... I'm very interested to see who they'll get to do the, you know, cover albums and tribute albums. If they're going to pull Avix artists or they're going to pull, you know, artists from other record labels, I would actually like to see them not just pull from Avix. Avix has a lot of talented artists under all their, you know, sub labels, but I would also like to see other artists from other labels collaborate. Which does not happen often. But that would be something I would like to see. So. I'd like to see May J do a cover, which I'm not I'm surprised she hasn't yet do a Nami A cover. I'm I'm surprised her nor Benny has done a, a Nami A cover. To my Yeah. Knowledge. I'm really Yeah, I'm surprised too, because May J's done a lot of she did a Unito cover, which I'm not surprised about that. Yeah. But I'm surprised Namie being, you know, who she is. I'm super surprised. And Mayjay's under Avix, and so is Benny. 
So that would be interesting to see. And I would like to see what song they would do, too, because well, they have yeah. such different vocals vocals than Namie. So I'm yeah. very curious how that'd play out. Well, especially with Benny and Meiji, because both of them do champion the whole cover aspect, either into English or into another Japanese format. So I agree. I agree. So I'm super curious to see what would happen. I could see them doing Can You Celebrate just because that would fit their vocal range more. Mm. Or at least her older stuff I could see them doing easily. But some of her newer stuff, I'm wondering how they would pull some of those off. But I would like to see it. Well, who knows. <laughs> but yeah, with that, um, let's continue on to the Oricon here. Um, I know we only had two news articles, but the NAMI thing was really important for us because uh, when we first started, NAMI's finally album was just coming out. Uh, it's been a mm -hmm. month after that, but it was running strong for a majority of our podcast. So, and I wonder if it's still on or it was on there last week because of you know. You go pop into there. So I'm there. actually gonna. I, that's what I'm doing right now because I really wanna. Let me go pop into that real fast. Hold on. The the Blu-rays. Oh, yep. It's a holy cow. It's up and it's going up. <laughs> Blu-ray side or... Oh, yeah. Album side to reach number two. Album. It's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Well, it's number three and it's sold 20,000 this week. At this point... I'd like to see the total sales for this. At this point, who does not have this album? I don't know. I bought my copy. I pre-ordered my copy day one. But if you do go on Amazon Japan and you type in finally, this is the best-selling thing on there. And by the way, regarding the Blu-ray sales, if you guys want any of those Blu-rays, they're gone. I'm upset. I'm missing the Nagoya Blu-ray limited edition. So if anyone wants to sell me theirs, if it has the plastic steel still around it, I will buy it off you. I needed to complete my set, but I missed out on the Nagoya one, and I'm really mad. But um, they're all sold out, and you can tell they've sold like hotcakes. And the ones you can get, you're going to be paying 200 bucks on Amazon Japan. Believe me, I've looked. <laughs> it's too bad. Like, my, my friend, she's part of the fan club. And because I think you had to be in the fan club for a certain amount of years because another friend of mine who's in the fan club didn't get it because she joined fairly recently. Recently, but, I yeah. see. My friend got personalized Blu-ray um, spines that says that, oh, Namie loves this person because she's been in the fan club for so long. Mm -hmm. I saw those. There's a lot of people on Instagram who had those, and I was just like, I see, I didn't know if you could do, if international people are allowed to join, so I never joined, and I'm regretting it now after seeing all those. They are gorgeous, and some of them got a special limited box. I don't know how in the hell you got that, but there is a special premium box. I guess it was an exclusive at one of the stores. People are selling it on Yahoo Auctions Japan right now, and I've been trying to get myself a copy, but they're going for over 100 bucks for an empty box. I can't spend that much on an empty box, but I, I if it's under 100 I, I'll bid. <laughs> so, I mean, there's some really cool goods. What I did not know is Amazon Japan had several exclusives for each Blu-ray edition. 
I wish if I would have ordered off there sooner and not CD Japan because Amazon Japan had way cooler exclusives and they had like five different exclusives. Some were photos, some were calendars, some were buttons. And I am really mad I didn't look at that sooner, but I saw the prices Amazon Japan was more versus CD Japan and it was $20 more. So I went with the less pricey option <laughs> and now I'm kicking myself. But hopefully, when I go back to Japan, maybe I can still find some Nami A fan goods because I really want some. That'd be so. Maybe you should uh, try to find one that's so close to your name if someone sold the fan club editions. <laughs> that's true. I don't know. I mean, if I bought those fan club editions, which I'm sure you probably had to spend, it was probably over 500 bucks getting oh, all yeah. those editions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No doubt. Um, I wouldn't sell those. I, I couldn't. Like, I I have four out of the five editions, and I said I was only going to get one edition, and then I ended up wanting to buy the rest, which has been a challenge. And I, I won't get rid of them. They're beautiful. And I regret not buying all five when they released, but that was a lot of money. <laughs> I didn't have the money at the time, and I have to be, you know, smart about how I spend my money. Mm. So, I... Well that but plus I you're getting tell. married so <laughs> yeah that's the other reason i i can't you know like i i have to save some of my money i can't just slow it all on blu-rays like i want to and yeah. cds i th i think she did my friend did get the uh the special the edition box. the box because all i see is just yeah there 20, was a box you could have yeah 25th edition and i think it's like personalized too yeah, the box. Some of the boxes were there were two editions with the boxes. There were some that were personalized. There were some that were standard, and I don't know if they were Sutaya exclusives, or if they were Tower, or, or. But I swear, some one of the things over there. I'm guessing maybe if you bought all five, you got a box. That's kind of what I was getting at. Mm. But I'm not sure. I don't know. I didn't read up enough, but I saw tons of people on Instagram had those. And I'm like, I want the box. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's something I could not sell mine. I mean, I'm one of those people who has a lot of nostalgia, and Nami is one of them. I have all her Blu-rays. I'm only missing two concerts by her. I have one concert on Laserdisc. I would like to get her music video collection on Laserdisc. You know, so I there I couldn't do it, like... Even if I was hard up for money, I'd find I'd probably pawn some of my anime off before I'd pawn those off. So, and I have some anime I could pawn, but I, I can't <laughs> unless I'm desperate. <laughs> but there's some cool additions. If you guys haven't got the Blu-rays, if you can find them, get them because you're missing out. It's three discs, three concerts on there, and it's an amazing set list. But yeah, let's continue on to the Archon right now. There is a couple things that I wanted to talk about. Finally, we're getting over over this lovely little uh, month and a half drought we've been going through with uh mm -hmm. with uh Nogizaka and Keakizaka, and that <laughs> that's all gonna change next week because <laughs> guess what released this week. Cinema I don't train. remember. 
Oh, yeah. That music so, video was a mess. So uh, next week is going to be a mess, huh? You want to you wanna take a bet? Because if you guys don't know, it's going to be a Dos Compadres between me and Luna here for the next couple weeks. For the next oncoming couple episodes here, so. Yeah. D depending on, or it might be, we'll, we'll see how it works. But it's going to be Dos Compadres either way. Yeah, it's going to be Dos Compadres. Either it's going to be, yeah. How much should I bet? I think it's going to sell over a million just because Jarena's in it. Two and mil. even though it's just a sketch. Two mil. Huh? Two, Two mil. mil? Two mil. I might change mine from one mil to... Two mil. One Easy. mil's too low. Either, I, I'm thinking... I'm going to go with 2.5. Yeah. Either 2.3 or I'm 2 going mil. With 2 I'll go with 2.3. I'm, I'm going with 2.5. I'm confident. Okay, I'm going to go with 2.5, and you're probably going to win this one, because you know AKB better than I do, but I have seen past sales, and they kill it. They I'm just going to go with 2.5. Because, let's, let's just say this much, what was their, their last one? It was like Jamba Ja, or no, no, it was, um, it was Teacher, Teacher, Teacher. It sold close wait, to like... I love Teacher, Teacher. It, it sold 2 mil fairly easily. But yeah, that's... It did. That, that's coming on for the next week. Let's uh, continue on with this week's. With number 10, it's once again Jiko Cho De Iko by Nogisaka46. Not much we can say about this one already that we have already said. If you want to listen mm -hmm. to our first impressions, it's been on here for close to a month and a half now. So, congrats on them for being that relevant for that long. But Nogisaka and Kiyakizaka yeah. has been becoming a pretty powerful force right now. I agree. And I actually like a lot of their stuff and I'm I'm picky, but but so I've liked almost all this. So I've actually bought a few of their singles because I like them so much, which is you know, rare for me going for a lot of idols. I'm picky on my idols. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. It sold a wonderful 10,912 copies this week. And going on up to number 9, it is their sister group, Keiakizaka46, with Ambivalence. Once again. This time around, it's like a month, give or take a month and a week now. So they've been on the chart for a while mm -hmm. now with the song. Not much we can say that we haven't said already. But yeah. Uh, this week it sold a lovely 12,406 copies. And continuing on up to number 8, it is Sakiyama Subasa with Crescent Moon. It's been a while since we've seen him. I want to say a couple months now. It has. And I actually liked the song a lot. It, it was, I liked the video and I wish if they had more than a minute and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it it it's a very good single, mostly because he does have that visual K style voice without doing mm -hmm. the visual K. I I agree. And that's one of the things I really do like about his style, so to speak. But yeah, it's a really and good song. The video was actually it was, and I liked how it opened. I think that was why with the guitars and then him in the middle, 
singing. I actually really liked how that video looked. I mean, style-wise, it was really, you know, it really caught my attention. So. But yeah, it sold a wonderful 15,281 copies. And continuing on to number seven, it is Nishinokana with Bedtime Story. I really like the song. I liked it way better than Love Story. Or no, it was I Love You. Sorry. Why am I thinking? I'm still on Namie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, lo- I really like Bedtime Story a lot better than I Love You. I, I mean, I Love You is okay. But Bedtime Story was actually really good. And I like the melody of it. It was really, it was really cute. And I have my copy. It's still coming in the mail. So I'm really, really excited to get it. Um, but I really liked it. I liked it too. And recently I don't really like Nishinokana's new style. But this is a song that's it was fairly decent. It's much better than I Love You. Much, mm-hmm. much better. But for me... I agree. This is kind of like that... The Esperanza, where I like it at first, but then it's there's not much, <laughs> not much there. I, I still like Esperanza. I mean, it's not one of my favorites, but I do understand what you mean by after a while you get a little tired of it, and I can see myself doing that with Bedtime Story. It is a solid single, which I'm glad to see a solid single from her. Because lately her newer style, I like you, I haven't, I, I mean, it's, I miss her old style. I miss her distant style, you know, her, yeah. her earlier style, her first couple albums. I love that style so much. And I mean, you, if you listen to all her music from start to finish, you can hear a giant change. And this style is not one of my favorites, but it does so well with this song. So I'm curious to see what she'll do, you know, her next single, if she's going to keep the style. If I want to see her change it back a little bit, you know, and try to make it go back like it was. But this style is also really popular. Like, a lot of people, for some reason, like this style for her. Not me as much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. But, yeah, um... It sold a wonderful 16,720 copies. Not too bad. And uh, I would like to see the music video, but you know, Sony. Yeah, and you gotta wait for an album to come out because the single doesn't actually have the music video. It just has the jacket shooting and the making, or an interview. So it depends, Sony switches it up between those. So they don't even include the music video on the singles anymore. Which, or at least her singles, they don't. So you gotta wait for the album to come out, then the music videos are included, so then they have to buy the album, because I want to watch the music videos. Thank you, Sony. But I really do want to see the music video for this, and because of where we're located, we can't watch anything of Sony, but you guys already know that because of my rants. So. So I'll say, because they make me mad sometimes. That's... Yeah, and of course, um, Gray's rants because he wants to see that little Glee Monster stuff also. Yep, yep. We feel it heavily. 
But yeah, continuing on to number six, it's Coco Ni by Kanjani Eight. This was a hard one to find. Um, uh, yeah. So I watched, I listened to, because there was no video. It was a talk show with with them, and it had the song at the end. So I listened to it that way. And I really wish if I could actually see the video, because I did like the song. It was actually really interesting. And I'd like to, you know, actually hear it in full. So... So, uh, what did you think about it? You know, this was number probably... one. La- this was number one last week. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode or not, Luna. Um, but I have not had a chance yet. Yeah, well, me and Gray got into a little bit of a heated argument about Johnny Style because he got to the point that he was saying that it was a, it is a generic male idol song. And I can see from his point, but that's a lot of what Johnny Style is. Yeah, it is. That's what Johnny's is. It's it, it, Johnny's is such a hard thing to define, you know, because it is male idols. That is what they all are. Everything under Johnny's is male idols. So I'm I wouldn't call this one generic. But, uh, you know, it's just Johnny's style. It, I don't know. I can't describe it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like... I'm going to have to listen to that now. I want to hear this argument. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, because um, he got into the point of, you know, hey, why is there an infinity single, uh, symbol? This isn't the first time we've seen Kanjani 8. We saw them in the uh, yeah. Kohaku also. <laughs> Yep, we did. So, but I don't want to blind sight him because he's not here. But I was just wondering if you heard that little little argument that we had last week, or a little conversation we had last week about that. I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm curious, just because Johnny's is a hard group to define, so everyone has their own opinion. Because I, you know, it's it, it was an Okay, so, I mean, like, I liked it, but at the same time, it's one of those songs that I probably won't go back to often. So, I mean, it was a good song, but it's not something, you know, that I'm going to listen to and repeat. I yeah. guess I'll put it that way. Yeah, I, I understand. Because Johnny's has a lot of that gripe. It's either you really, really like Johnny's style, or you don't. And I understand yeah. that completely. For being an Odyssey fan, I understand that 100% of the way. There are people that love mm-hmm. Odyssey. And there are people that hate Odyssey because it's Johnny style. Mm-hmm. So, I completely understand. But it's just like, mm, this song was a little bit more better than the usual idol music that we listen to. Because if that's the case, then Cinderella Girl was by the numbers Johnny's also, technically. But that's a really good song that I really like. I love Cinderella Girl. That is an amazing song. Yeah, so... And the number one song, it was a really good song too. And they're technically Johnny's also. (laughs) 
Yes, and we'll definitely get into that. But, but yeah. This week they sold a lovely 21,443 copies. And going on up to number 5, it is Niji no Conquistadors with Zuto Summer de Koishisteru, or Aishiteru. Sorry about that. They need to calm, calm down in this music video. <laughs> yeah, so I did not like the song. It was way too much. It was I, too much. The video, the video was like kind of cute, but it was way too much. It was like I almost didn't finish it because I just could not handle that. They were and I like some around. of the anime music and some of the cutesy stuff, but this was like way too much for me to handle. And I listen to a lot of anime songs occasionally, you know, but this was no, no. Please stop. I Calm mean, down. Don't take whatever you're taking. And I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen them. This is like the second, second, were, time, second or third time. I know, and I don't think I liked the first time. I I don't remember what the first song was now. It was like a double or triple A-side song, I believe. Oh, I think I know, and I don't think I cared for it. Or I think it was just we, they needed to tone it down. Like two of them were too, you know... And then the one I think was okay, but I just did I could not get with the song. It it wasn't my type of music. It was way too much. Way too much and I like a lot of high energy songs, but their voices were just like the anime characters. But they were more like the annoying girls that you want to punch in the face. They're the ones you want to tell, please shut up. And it was just like I'm trying to think like if you watched one of those harems with a whole bunch of girls who are really hyper and really loud and obnoxious. That's what it was like. And I love harems. But imagine them all singing and not just yelling at each other and fighting over the guy. Yeah, that's what this was. <laughs> it was no. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but yeah, this was a thumbs down for me. <laughs> they, they just needed to calm down just like two yeah. octaves down just a little bit just a little bit yep, and i would was... enjoy it now if i were I to watch the music more, video voices... and just put it on mute i would have enjoyed this <laughs> yeah i like the music video but their voices i i couldn't do it 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 was too much it was like remember when we had that idol master song yeah. that we said you know we would have liked this but it was a couple octaves too high yeah that's this yeah, but they, they, I, they yeah. were hyper. They were hyper. Like, they chugged down, like, two monsters right before they filmed this thing. Yeah. <clears throat> it was like, holy cow, what are you girls doing? <laughs> nope. And it sold a good amount, so I guess Japan liked it. I wonder why. <laughs> well, probably girls, gr cute girls in some suits. Because there was one girl, oh my god, she was so cute. She had the longer hair, and she had a really cute smile. She reminded me of Kotobuki Minako, which is why I thought she was really cute, because I love Kotobuki Minako from Sphere. Yeah. And she reminded me of, you know, of her, and I'm just like, oh my god, she's really cute. And then I heard the music, and I'm like, oh, god, no. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but I can see why the music video, yeah, that would get people to buy it. Oh my god, that video. Oh, I gotta buy that single now. I but have yeah. to mute it to, buy it, or to watch it again. 
<laughs> it sold a lovely 23,137 copies. Going on up to a completely opposite of the spectrum of Idol, it is Gang Parade. I'm becoming a huge fan of Gang Parade now. I really, really like this song. I love the video. I love the song. Yes. And I think the reason I loved it so much is the lyrics was one of them. And it was a song that actually really spoke to me. Yeah. And their vocals as oh, well, yeah. because it fit perfect with the song. I, like, this was actually one of my favorites of the week. I remember when Gang 2 came out back in June. They they were, I, th I think they were number five last week or the, the their last single also i was like hmm. this, this this is what i really like about idol if they can break the mold just a little bit to make them stand out i really appreciate mm -hmm. them and i kind of took a little bit closer look at gang parade and now because of this this song can't stop i really really like them and i Agree. I actually second on that because if they release an album, I actually might consider buying it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I probably definitely. will because this song was really good. And I I just like it caught me from the first moment I heard it. If if you guys watch if you guys are able to watch the music video. The music video is really good. Mm -hmm. It has a really good yes. message also. That that was the big thing for me. The message in the song was one thing that really sticks to you because you, you know you don't always see that nowadays and you can get the message without understanding Japanese if you watch the music video and you, you see what they're talking about and I feel like even if you do understand Japanese watching the music video really goes with it because it, it's a very powerful video so and you know they're not typical idols too because one of them one of the girls she she has a shaven head. And she owns it because she color, she colors that too fairly well. Yeah, that actually was one of the things that caught me too because I'm like that's something you actually don't see very often, especially with with idols. Um, that was kind of surprising, and I was really glad that they have someone like that in the member, you know, in the group. So they 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 have certain members that would not be considered idol in standard territories. Mm -hmm. which I appreciate so definitely if you guys are able to this is this this song and the number one song well number two was really good too but we'll, we'll get on that when we get there these those three songs are the top songs for this week but I wait, agree can't stop sold a wonderful 25,791 copies and now we're getting to the the blowouts here. <laughs> so, going I, on up. I kind of like three. Yeah, well, but we'll talk about it. Going on up to number three, it is Monster X, living it up. So, I will say I did like it, but here's my gripe. <laughs> it, so I watched the video, and the the first rapper who comes on, as mm -hmm. soon as I hear his voice, I'm like, that's G-Dragon. It sounds just like G-Dragon. Why does he sound just like G-Dragon? <laughs> and I love G-Dragon, so that's probably part of the reason why I like the song is because 
it did have a very Big Bang-esque, which is why I kind of liked it. I will say their dance moves are actually pretty good. And I like that they're not being obnoxious like some of the other groups can be, you know? I kind of am starting to like Monster X a little bit, and I'm actually not, I'm regretting not picking up a couple of their albums I found in Phoenix. So. Uh, what did you think of this? Well, it it is, it's alright. It's just not my cup of tea, so to speak. Yeah. And this is a this is a Korean band that that ventured yes. over, and this isn't the first time we've talked about them too. And I remember the last time they also made it on the Oricon, I wasn't really too hot on them either. So, take that. I, I feel like it is like for for them, it's like a style thing. Um, I guess my gripe is I don't like that there are so many members. I I feel like you know it doesn't give enough members time to, you know, I don't know. But they did give me a Big Bang vibe, which is probably one of my guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Because Big Bang's not together anymore. They're disbanded. So when I do find someone who's like them, and like a little bit, they reminded me a little bit of older Big Bang. I think that's why. And also, one of the members reminded me of the Korean singer Seven, who most people probably don't know because this was back in the day. <laughs> he also ventured in the J-pop industry at one time. Um, but one of the members kind of remind me of him a little bit, and I'm just like, oh my god, he looks just like Seven. I'm like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> so I can see why they're popular, though, in Japan, because, you know, the style and K-pop's been picking up, not just in Japan, but it's become really big in the U.S. Oh, like, yeah. for example, when I was visiting phoenix there was a record store there it's called zia records and they had a whole k-pop section tons of k-pop they had bts they had monster x and they had red velvet and they had twice but they didn't have like the older k-pop that i love but they had all the newer stuff they had a lot they had exo and you could see how big k-pop was and i was looking at the section and one girl's like oh yeah k-pop sells like hotcakes and when i went to the target over there they were promoting BTS on the big screen okay. on all the TVs, and they had BTS albums, which I was surprised. So you can kind of see how Japan, you know, it's getting really big there, not just there, but worldwide. So I can see how Monster Monster X is selling really well. Um, their Japanese is really good, too. Or at least it sounded really pretty good. Like, they picked up on it. So... I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing more from them. I would say it's not the best song I've heard by them. I like the other one way better. But it wasn't a bad song. But yeah. It sold a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful 64,389 copies. Pretty much tripling everything under the water there. I know. It did pretty dang good. But not as good as the next two. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I know. And going on up to number two. It is, I believe it's called Kai- Kaizen Dash. I think that's what you call it. Hold on, let me let me go peer up at the, the Google translation of this real fast. But... It's by Boys and Men, which we have covered once before many times. 
And they're a really good band, I, I or boy group. I really do like it. This song was actually really good, so. It was, but it was hard to find. Um, I was, someone privated the song, and I was able to find it. That was the only way. I, I did find it. It was just a little bit harder to find. I had to kind of dig around for it. But I guess the quality I heard wasn't very good. And I, I think I watched a live performance of it, which I really liked the live performance. But it was actually a good song, and I'd like to hear a clearer version than what I saw. It's um called Hono Tenka Dashu. If you guys are able to look at that, I'll I'll send you the link for the 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 song that I was able to hear. So yeah, because the one I heard was not very good, and I would like to hear a clear version because it was very like someone recorded it from their phone off the radio. <laughs> oh, That's what my version sounded like. <laughs> oh jeez. But it was a really good song. I really did like it. Um, there was just a couple, couple things. This had a lot of energy. Not as much energy as the Niji Conquistador song, but a little, little, uh, a lot of yeah. energy, which is which is right amount for them because their last song, I think no, it wasn't their last song. It was the it was the Kinkuses that was part of that collaboration song with the the other. Older lady singer, but yeah, th I mean, this is a good song. I I liked it. If you guys are able to find it, try just looking up the the title for it, and I I think you'll be able to find it. Google had it. That's why. But yeah, it sold a wonderful hundred and fifteen thousand four hundred and fifty one copies. And going on up to number one, it is Ikido by News. So, I actually really, really liked the song. I liked it a lot. I watched the live performance. I watched, like, two live performances of this. And I don't remember. Did I find the music video? I don't think I did. I think I just watched some live performances of this. But I really liked this song. Yeah, I actually yeah. really did like the song a lot. Same. I actually watched, the first one was really short, and I'm just like, no, I need to hear more. So I found another live performance, and I watched it, and I'm just, and it was more of a full version, and it was so good. I really, really enjoyed this. Yeah. And they did it really, really good live. And it's, it's kind of sad because it's, it's only the four of them now. <laughs> mhm. Mm but it's it's been like that for uh, a while yeah. now. But I've, I I I really miss the the full group of news. No, it's sad. But I really I did like the single a lot, and it was like the first one I decided to listen to out of the bunch today, and I definitely started out with a bang. Because it was really good. But yeah. And apparently all of Japan agreed with us because this sold double pretty much of what the last one did. With mm -hmm. 215,058 copies. That's crazy. This week the singles did pretty good. I mean like sales wise... 
you know, one broke over 200,000, one broke over 100,000, you know, and even the Monster X one breaking 64,000 is still pretty good. So I feel like singles were pretty hot this week. Yeah, and if you go over, and it was going off against some really stiff competition for this past week for albums because BDZ released this past week also, which is twice as Japanese it album. did. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm... I'm curious. I'm quite okay for now. <laughs> uh, uh, unless I have to like legitimately listen to it, I'm quite okay. But it it sold so, uh, yeah, I... 181,000, so It did. It did that was like the best selling album of the week. You could tell that. That definitely bulldozed the competition. Huh. <laughs> for yes, albums. It yes it is. Yes it <laughs> See did. See my pun there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby. So. I'm actually really curious, the Blu-ray sales, just because of Nami A. I'm actually going to look that up, you know. Um, but, yeah, it. I mean, there was some good competition this week in general, so. Mm, let's see here. Yeah. Oh, man, Rampage just got tanked. I feel sorry for them for going up it, against BDZ. Yeah. Let me, let yeah, me it didn't do, take you know. A peek here. Hmm. But I'm kind of sad because there was one. There's a couple of singles that I was looking forward to this week that I really hope do well. Like Yuki's Yuki's new single actually passed this week, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna get swept under the rug for um from um AKB. It, it, I think anything releasing next week up against AKB is going to get swapped. Yeah. Mm, Unfortunately. Idol Master even is on there too, but I, don't th I think that's going to get swapped. It's going well. Idol Master does relatively strong anyway. It always hit hits around eight, mm -hmm. eight or so, eight seven five. It always hits mids, so it's usually what the chart is for Idol Master, unless it's like their main one. But even so, let's see here. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it here for us. Is there any other news that you wanted to bring up? Not really. I can tell you Nani's Blu-ray sales are killed it, but I would like to see how much this sold in total. Hmm. Just because it's still at number one on Blu-ray sales, and it sold 46000 this week, but I would love to see how many pre-orders it sold before it was even out, you know, or total sales for finally. Out of curiosity, I was looking at it. It sold out everywhere. So, yeah, I, I can't wait to see, like, the sales ranking on this. And so let's just say this much. That would be interesting. AKB Sentimental Train took number one since the 18th. So it's probably going to still be number one since its release. So we'll have fun with that lovely little bet next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're three and zero though, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know. You might beat me this time. Who knows? But yeah, um, there's just a couple of housekeeping here. You can catch us up on our Twitter and Instagram at ongaku to you, all one word. Uh, email us at ongaku to you at gmail dot com. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us if you like the format. We think we're doing fine with the format, but we don't know what the what the public thinks about it. 
let us know for some general fan mail too. You can catch me on Twitch at ongaku to you or twitch.tv slash ongaku to you where I am going through Yakuza Kiwami 2 currently. You can catch me up on that. You can also catch me on the Podosaurus with our affiliates Koryu Hunter and TimperTaff. If you don't know who they are, Koryu Hunter is a Japanese Twitch streamer and our human residential mailbox. He is streaming a lot of horror games. I think he's going through Dino Crisis 2 currently. And, um, but yeah, you can reach him at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And also TimberTaff, he is a Twitch streamer. He's going through a lot of Zelda stuff, and he is mostly known for his Undertale and Legend of Zelda theories. You can catch him on twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And you can catch him on Potosaurus, which is a gaming podcast, which I took hosting of last time. So if you want to hear me talk about games, catch me on that. But yeah, um, also check out our site, ongakutoyu.com. Uh, this week has been a little bit on the downside because uh, my new job just took all my free time. So I'll try my best to put up more articles and more Indie Corner stuff. We weren't able to do Indie Corner stuff because of my new job, but we'll have one next week and the week after. We already got that settled down. But yeah, look forward to that. And uh, yeah, you can follow me at OTYKen1. That's pretty much my Twitch streaming schedule. But yeah, I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of Onkaku to You. I'm your host, Ken. Signing off. Mahalos. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. This is Luna signing off.